Hello, ako si Judas Gavilan. Kayo ay nakikinig sa bagong Rappler Podcast episode kung saan hihimayin natin ang mga maiinit at mahalagang isyo sa Pilipinas. Ito ang Rappler's News Break, Beyond the Stories. Sa episode na to, pag-uusapan natin ang panibagong kontrobersiya sa House of Representatives. Ito ang isyong pumapalibot sa term-sharing deal sa pagitan nila Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano at Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco. Ayon kay Pangulong Duterte, si Velasco na dapat ang susunod na House Speaker, pero alam nating hindi ito natuloy. Kasama ko ngayon si Mara Cepeda, ang Raptor reporter who covers the House, para na-dissect ang isyong ito. Ipapaliwanag din niya kung saan sa tingin niya ito patungo. Hi Mara, thank you for joining me today. Hello, Judas. Thanks for having me also. I know uh, you had a long day and excited ako na tanongin ka ng mga tanong na parang bumabagabak sa akin buong araw. So, so marang pisahan natin siguro, ano ba yung term sharing na to? Paano nangyari or paano naharating sa ganitong deal siguro muna na, na maghahati silang dalawa? Okay. So, balik tayo um, mga early 2019 nung for the speakership kay iba't ibang mga congressmen. At madaming nakisaw-saw. At some point, nakisaw-saw pa si presidential son, Paolo Duterte. But ultimately, it boiled down to just three candidates. So it was uh, Alan Peter Cayetano of Taguig City, Pateros 1st District, Lord Alan Velasco of Marinduque, and Martin Romualdez of Leyte 1st District. So first two, yung dalawang Alan, si Lord Alan at si Alan Peter, ay parehong kaalyado ni President Duterte. Uh, we know that Cayetano was was the president's running mate in 2016 when he lost the vice presidential race. Duterte later appointed him as his DFA secretary and then Cayetano left that post so he could run for a congressman. Si Velasco naman, matagal na siyang kaibigan ng Pangulo, si Lord at yung kanyang asawa na si Wen who is supposedly much closer to the president than her husband. Mm-hmm. And kaalyado din um, ni Lord, ang anak ni Duterte na si Davao City Mayor Sara Duterte. Si Duterte had to intervene kasi yung mga congressmen, they couldn't figure out who they're going to root for. Dito kasi papasok yung unique uh, dynamics in the House, even if oh. the Constitution... Uh, mandates that the executive and the legislative branches are co-equal branches and that the legislative branch would serve as a checks and balances to the executive. So Pilipinas, ang House, traditionally, boboto yan kung anumang gusto ng Pangulo. Hindi hmm. lang yan pagdating sa bills or resolutions, pati na rin pagdating kung sino yung speaker. So, yung mga congressman, hinihintay nila na mga alam si Pangulo until wala nang choice si Presidente, kundi, okay, I have I have to choose. Hindi siya makapili noong 2019. So, ang ginawa niya is, sige, mag-term sharing na lang kayo. First 15 months ng 18th Congress, si Cayetano ang speaker, and then 21 months after that, si Velasco naman. Um, nung kanina, nung nag speech si Speaker Cayetano uh, during the plenary session, he revealed kung bakit 1521 yung naging um, agreement. Kasi hindi, hindi nila nire-reveal eh, but ganun yung, yung uh, computation. So apparently, ang agreement ay dalawang budgets ang ipapasa under Speaker Cayetano. So dapat the 2020 budget saka yung 2021 na tinatakal ngayon sa plenary. Plus, gusto niya na mag-50th birthday siya this year na Speaker pa siya. 
Cayetano is, is turning 50 on October 28. Si Kong Lord naman, gusto niya maging speaker siya by November 9. So, kaya pasok yung yung 1521. So, ang bottom line yan, kaya nagka-term sharing because Duterte could not make up his mind and that was the root of all of this craziness in, in, in the lower chamber. So, itong mga term sharing agreements, is this usual sa Congress or maybe sa House of Reps or uh, parang unique tong situation na to? The thing is, when the talks of term sharing I was first brought up, last year, uh, maraming congressmen, both sides of the aisle, were saying, ayaw nila ng term sharing kasi it's only going to divide the house and kahit may term sharing, most often, hindi siya nangyayari and hindi nakaka-takeover yung um, lawmaker who's supposed to um, uh, who's supposed to take over after the first one. Kasi nga, nandyan yung dynamics, nakaupo ka na speaker, bibitawan mo uh-oh, ba? Oo. Um, it's not usual in Congress. Um, it's quite unusual really because even in the House rules states, the, kapag the elected speaker and all the other leadership positions in the House, they're supposed to serve their posts for the rest of the eight, uh, for the rest of the session. Mm-hmm. So, dapat buong eight. Kung na-elect ka ng 16 Congress, ikaw dapat speaker ng buong 16 Congress unless makudata ka, di ba? Or magkasakit ka, or mamatay ka. Nakon wood, di ba? Um, so it, it is an unusual setup, and if you're a politician, if you're a Filipino politician, particularly, you, ka mo ba? Ikaw na yung sa chamber, di ba? Yan. So yun nga na mention mo nga na talagang andaming, I think in the past na nakita natin na sobrang people were clinging on to the House Speaker position, eh, kahit na magmukas silang parang katawanan sa mga lawmakers sa public, they'll do anything eh. Ano pero sa posisyon na to, how important it, it is sa grand scheme of things, considering na diba, ang dami-dami ng leadership positions ko na sa House of Reps, meron deputy minority, may magano, diba, may gusto pang gawin si Cayetano kanina na senior deputy. So, Mm-mm. ano ba yung perks or privilege na meron dito sa House Speaker position? Ikaw yung administrative Uh, leader ng house. So, ibig sabihin, pag may, may papasang bill, for example, ikaw yung signatory. Hmm. Tapos, ikaw yung go-oversee ng day-to-day operations ng house. Yun, kumaga para ikaw yung big boss in the house, di ba? But, you're also the political leader in the chamber. And that's really the role that everyone's clamoring for. When you're the speaker, you're usually part of the ruling party. You are allied with the majority of, of the lawmakers in the chamber. Um, it also means that you get to decide on the legislative agenda of the House. You get to decide which bills of your colleagues will be prioritized today or tomorrow. So if I'm a if if I'm a Congresswoman and I feel so strongly about this, for example, pro-woman um, bill, for example, I have to talk to the Speaker and convince him. Uh, I, can you please tell the committee to schedule my bill already and mm-hmm. act on it immediately? Make, you have that power and that's leverage. Um, and ultimately, the speaker has access to the annual national budget because mm-hmm. the speaker and um, his allies in the chamber have the discretion really on the final realignments that will be proposed by the House uh, once they are deliberating on the, 20, on the annual national budget. So, Even if um, a lot of lawmakers want to increase this, the budget of 
X agency, if the speaker doesn't want it, may hirapan yun. For example, even if a certain lawmaker wants to increase or decrease even the budget of a specific agency, if hindi niya makakonvince ang speaker, hindi yun mangyayaris. Um, and I did talk to some political analysts, si uh, at, former Ateneo School of Government Dean Tony Lavinia and University of the Philippines uh, Professor Herman Kraft. And they said that when you are a speaker, you have access kasi um, to this massive war chest. So, mm. meaning, yung annual national budget, nagiging political currency kasi siya in Congress mm-hmm. ever since the Supreme Court struck as unconstitutional yung pork barrel, yung PIDAF, yung infrastructure fund funds in the national budget, yung nagiging currency na ginagamit ng speaker, ginagamit ng mga malalakas sa Congress as leverage when they do their horse trading in, in Congress. When you're also the speaker, kahit anong sabihin mo, papansinin ng media. Because mm-hmm. you are the speaker. Because what you say is probably going to be the policy of the House. Uh-uh. Um, and that's very enviable for any lawmaker because just by virtue of the position, people will listen to you. Mm-hmm. So what is happening now, Mara? Uh, I guess dahil nga sobrang intense nung power and privilege that comes with the position, kaya nangyayari itong mga gulo sa term sharing sa House Speakership uh, race. Mm-hmm. Ano yung nangyari today, September 30? Can you explain to us yung issue na to? Paano dumating sa punto na may mga pa-privileged speech si Speaker mm-hmm. Cayetano? Okay. So today, September 30, Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano offered to resign as Speaker of the House so that uh, his rival, si Marinuque Representative Lord Alan Velasco, will be able to become Speaker na para daw makapag-take over na siya. Mm-mm. But a majority of congressmen, 184 to be exact, against one no vote and nine abstentions, rejected yung offer ni Speaker to resign, uh, which means he's still the top leader of the House. So bakit tayo umabot dito? So let's go back a few, maybe about two to three weeks ago, when uh, Congressman Ar- Arnie Tevez, the PDP Laban party mate of Velasco said during the budget hearing for DPWH, so si babalik tayo sa infrastructure funds, kinu-question niya bakit hindi equitable yung distribution of the infrastructure funds sa iba't ibang distrito. And he was attacking the speaker because ang pinaconfirm niyang amount, totoo ba daw na may 8 billion na nakalaan sa Taguig at may 11.8 billion na nakalaan sa Camarines Sur. Si Cayetano at ang kanyang asawa both represent the two districts in Taguig City, Pateros. That's an entirely different issue altogether. Uh-huh. Samantalang isa sa mga close allies ni Speaker sa House, si Deputy Speaker Luis Raymond L. Ray Villafuerte ay representative ng Camarines Sur 2nd District. So, kita mo na yun na, ah, na-expose niya. So, ang accusation ni Kong El Rey was that bakit ka nagsusow ng fake news, di ba? Hmm. Um, but they never really confirmed and they never really denied. They neither confirmed nor denied the figures that were um, asked ni Congressman Tevez. So, it was enough to make other congressmen and congresswomen ask, why am I only getting this amount for my district? 
Apparently, marami daw sa mga congressman ang nagsumbong, including Arnie Teves, nagsumbong kay Paolo Duterte, uh, who is also deputy speaker and is perceived to be close to the president kasi, di ba, anak siya ni Duterte. So, um, dapat mas ma- mapaparating niya agad yun sa tatay niya. Sources said Paolo Duterte was badgered so much it made him decide to text in one of the Viber groups ng mga congressmen. Though the screenshots I saw was um, a Viber group for one committee at na- mga 91 congressmen yung nandun sa Viber group na yon. He's saying that um, I he would move. He would ask the Mindanao block in the House to uh, declare all positions vacant for deputy speakers and speaker. Pag sinabi mo kasing declare the position vacant pag speaker, yun yung catalyst para magkaroon ng coup de tap. Mm. Diba? Oh. So, syempre, nagkakagulo na kasi um, meron standing na 1521 term sharing deal tapos biglang meron ganito with Paulo Duterte. So, the lawmakers are confused. Matutuloy ba? If matutuloy ba, si Lord ba yung uupo? Gusto ba ni Paulo Duterte maging speaker? Or is all of this just about pork barrel. Uh-huh. Um, and, and so, the speaker seemed to have made amends with Paulo Duterte because over the weekend, they they had the meeting um, and at the end of it, they were goofing off pa, meron pa silang wacky photo. So, parang all is well. And then, this is where the interesting thing started to happen na because the speaker, instead of pinning the blame on Paulo Duterte, he accused Velasco of plotting another coup d'etat against him. Um, this is the second time already because in March of this year, before uh, COVID-19 hit the Philippines, um, Cayetano already accused Velasco of attempting to oust him. But Velasco at the time denied um, that he was kasi parang bakit pa ako mag-coup d'etat? Eh, term sharing naman. I was told by reliable sources in the House that in March that was just the ploy of Speaker Cayetano to botch the term sharing deal. Mm. It didn't work and kasi na-supersede na, di ba, may pandemia, di ba? So, oh. hindi na tuloy. Kumaga parang propaganda war na yan, especially on the statements that they were releasing to the media. Um, the a meeting was called for Cayetano, Velasco, and their allies to meet with the President so Duterte can finally settle the term-sharing question in the chamber. Apparently, the only clear thing during that meeting was Duterte saying, I want the term-sharing deal honored. So, tuloy. Meaning, Cayetano, you can't be speaker forever. Velasco has to take over. The question daw was as to when. Doon sila walang agreement. Velasco's camp claimed that the date was October 14. Mm-hmm. This irked Cayetano because... Sinasabi niya, wala tayong agreement sa date. Also, um, Cayetano and Velasco, after Duterte met with all of the lawmakers, both the Velasco allies and the Cayetano allies, and of course, their two principals, nag-huddle pa siya with the two, uh, with his two allies na sila lang. Supposedly, the agreement during that little huddle was that si Cayetano yung mag-announce that the president decided to honor the term sharing, that I should honor the term sharing deal. Mm-mm. Um, Cayetano got upset when the media got tipped about the president's decision. He got really irked when the date October 14 was included um, in the news reports. Okay. So, magkakaiba sila ng claim regarding the date. And so, the speaker, 
finally decided to speak up this afternoon during the plenary session at around a little past 3 p.m. He disclosed what happened during the meeting. Mm-mm. And um, and at the end of it, he said, okay, you know what, Velasco, kung gusto mo umupo by September 30, sige, ibibigay ko sa'yo. And then he made this fearless forecast. Kahit magbutohan for speakership at kandidato ka, hindi ka mananalo, sabi ni speaker. Or kung mananalo ka, makukudida ka after one week kasi you're not popular. And that's true because in the past months, Kong Lord Velasco was not really an active member of the House. He did, he, he is committee chair of the Committee on Energy, mm-hmm. but he did not really join deliberations on major issues that the House tackled in the past week. So that includes the uh, denied franchise of ABS-CBN and the anti-terror law. And of course, Cayetano's allies was using this against him. Tahimik ka eh. So, at hindi rin daw nakikisama si, si Kong Lord. Ah, okay. Uh, Kong Lord naman in his defense, he said, I, it doesn't mean that I'm silent, that I'm not working. And he said na he, he wanted to be quiet because he didn't want to be seen as a competition. Okay. Um, yon. But that was to the disadvantage of Kong Lord kasi when the time came, um, Kanina, when Cayetano offered to resign, that could have been a chance for Kong Lord Velasco and his allies to finally, okay, let's declare all positions vacant and I nominate Kong Lord as speaker. But that didn't happen. So it sort of tells you also that perhaps Kong Lord mm-hmm. might have had might have convinced the president to vouch for him last night. But ultimately, he doesn't have the numbers in the house, but Cayetano does. Yun nga eh, parang I wanted to ask next Mara na can you explain to us bakit ang overwhelming ng support kay Cayetano? Uh, even hmm. the minority bloc supported Cayetano. You, uh, bakit parang in the past week, di ba, na we, we saw the manifesto ng dalawang manifesto na nalilist noong Sunday eh. Can you explain hmm. to me na ano ba yung parang aura ni Cayetano sa house at bakit dun sa parang sa ginawa niya kanina he was confident in doing that kasi alam niyang babakapan siya. Speaker Cayetano wasn't the most popular speakership candidate last year. Um, the thing is, um, mas, actually, mas maraming congressman yung mas malapit pa nga kay Congressman Martin Romualdez mm-hmm. because Martin was um, a long-time congressman and... Um, Cayetano din naman, but the thing is with Martin, kahit hindi siya nakaupong congressman, nabuhibisita pa rin siya sa batasan and then he shows up at different gatherings of lawmakers and kept mm-hmm. in touch with them. The speaker knows because Duterte greenlighted the term sharing deal. He knows that. Mm-hmm. So what did he do upon being elected as speaker? He accommodated everybody. He accommodated even the Liberal Party and Makabayan. Um, Makabayan and the Liberal Party were each given one deputy minority leader posts in the house the speaker also accommodated the leadership post requests of the different political parties ang one clear proof niyan ay 22 yung deputy speakers ngayon oh, para ma-accommodate lahat ng mga veteran congresswoman and congressmen at ma-accommodate din yung mga gusto ng leadership position pero na yung committee tapos also lawmakers said that he was quite generous when the 2020 budget was being deliberated by the House, there were reports last year that there were several congressmen who I think received about 100 million 
each for their districts, but they're saying it's for their districts. It's not going to their pockets, but we will leave it up to the public to decide on that. And we can remember in 2019, the speaker headed FISGOC, the organizing body for the SEA Games. Uh-huh. Namigay siya sa mga congressman ng free tickets to the SEA Games. So, nakapag-bonding sila. And the speaker really went out of his way to spend time with the congressman at the lounge. At saka dun sa office niya, people, lawmakers could come and go. So, the speaker knows his weakness coming mm-hmm. into the speakership. And he worked on that for the first month. Whereas Velasco didn't do anything of the yeah. sort, which is why the speaker was able to get the numbers. Kung naman ay congressman, here's a guy that maybe you didn't really like as a person, uh-uh. but ang genero sa district mo, binigyan ka pa ng position. How can you say no to that? Yeah. Uh-uh. So, what about Velasco? This curious case of Velasco na parang if we look kasi in his background, hindi naman ganun ka-entrench yung, yung family niya sa politics sa probinsya niya, diba? Sabi ay, siya ang pinakauna atang nagpolitiko sa pamilya na hindi pa sila ganun ka-strong. Uh, bakit siya napunta sa spotlight in the span of six years na since entering politics for the first time? Political pundits say it's because of his close relationship with the president and the close relationship of his wife to the president dahil malalapit sila sa Pangulo. Si Duterte ay kilala bilang Pangulo na tumatanaw ng utang na loob. So, hmm. siguro ang, ang pagbayad niya ng utang na loob kay Lord ay pagbigyan siya sa speakership. Very close sila, in fact, that Duterte would even spend uh, Christmas with the Velasco family. So, so meron ganong personal factor. Now, you mentioned Duterte. Where does the president figure in this controversy? Siya ba yung guiding light? Siya ba nagpapagulo? And normal ba na may ganitong intervention sa matters na to sa Congress uh, when it comes to the leadership positions? Of course, it's not normal because the Constitution states that checks and balances dapat yung Congress. So, uh-huh. kung tutuusin, dapat nga hindi ka aliado ng Pangulo yung Speaker eh. Para, di ba, um, neutral, mapapasa yung mga bills na talagang deserving mapasa. But in the Philippines, kasi hindi ganun yun. Traditionally, yung House talaga has long been accused of being a rubber stamp to the President. It's a different story altogether in the Senate. Mm-hmm. But in the House... Um, ganun siya talaga. So, whoever the president says will be speaker, yun yung susundin. For example, when Duterte was elected as president, ang pinili niyang speaker niya ay si Pantaleon Alvarez. And Pantaleon Alvarez was not really known to a lot of lawmakers then. Mm-mm. Kasi matagal yung last stint niya in Congress. So, yung mga returning congressmen and congresswomen, hindi na siya kilala. Pero dahil siya yung gusto ni Pangulo na bagong elect, 16 million people yung bumoto. Okay, si Alvarez ang ibuboto natin. But of course, dun mo marirealize, kapag hindi marunong yung speaker na makisama mm. uh, sa mga kasamahan niya sa Kongreso, makukudita siya. At nangyari yan nung kay Pantaleon Alvarez, makukudita siya. Uh, at umupo si former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, who is also an ally of the President. And interestingly, yung anak ni Mayor Duterte, si Mayor Sara Duterte, ay, was instrumental in that, in that oh. kudita. Kasi may personal away sila. So, again, in, in, nung nagkaroon ng bagong Congress under Duterte, the 18th Congress after the 2019 elections, ganun ulit. The lawmakers expected him to really decide and name a specific person to be speaker. And because the president didn't stick to one person, um, yan yung catalyst why ang daming power struggle in the House since 2019. 
So, it's a mess pala talaga <laughs> na nangyayari ngayon sa House of Reps, no? And it says so much security structure or sa political arena sa Pilipinas. But before we dive into this controversy pa, let's listen to this Rappler podcast overview. Next time, huwag ninyo akong pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Eh, kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolution. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renada, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. I mean, a lot of people, well, not much for a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, uh, on it's parenthood. Like a purely person-to-person basis. Uh-oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8pm on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Hi, welcome back to News Break Beyond the Stories. I am Jodes Gavilan and I'm here with Mara Cepeda. We've been talking about the latest power struggle sa House of Reps. So Mara, in the context of the next two years siguro, we know that's supposed to be the last years of the Duterte admin. Bakit importante kung sino ang magiging House Speaker? Because all roads lead to 2022. Um, it may be two years away, but the posturing for the presidential elections has has long started. And as I explained earlier, kapag speaker ka, nami mo access. Una, may access ka sa media. Kahit media exposure yun lagi. I mean, I'm pretty sure all news organizations in the Philippines probably carried Kaitano as a headline this past two weeks um, alone. Diba? Oo. Uh-huh. So, meron kang ganun. Kilala ka agad ng tao. Whether they like you or not, kilala ka. Pangalawa, may access ka sa budget. Again, I said, um, nagiging political currency ngayon sa Congress yung budget, even if your congressman denies it. Um, yun yung ginagamit nila to do horse trading na para, okay, bibigay ko to sa budget. Gusto mo ng ganitong budget? Okay, iboto mo itong bill na to na gusto ni Pangulo pero controversial. Yun yung realidad sa bansa natin. And also, you have access to possible political machinery. Ang mga congressman at congresswoman natin, they represent legislative district across the country. Each congressman, each congresswoman um, have their networks in their own districts na pwedeng itap ng posibleng kandidato pagtatakbo na siya sa sa election. At if you owe um, a lot to the sitting speaker, kapag kailangan niya ng uh, mag-mobilize ng tao para umatend ng sortie, kailangan niya ng tao para maging, para magbantay ng boto, kailangan niya ng tao na magdo-door-to-door para makilala sa mga uh, tao sa distrito niya. Kailangan mo ng, if kailangan ng presidential candidate ng mga tao na maglalagay ng poster niya, the congressman, the congresswoman can provide that. Hindi natin makakaila. Political experts have long been saying that Alan Peter Caetano is eyeing the presidency. I mean, he ran mm. as vice president in 2016. Uh, diba? Para mm-hmm. alam naman natin, y- ang role ng vice president is to succeed the president. So, dapat handa ka, diba? So, ganun, ganun yun eh. Um, but of course, uh, Speaker Caetano denies it. 
tricky din na is if he's posturing for the elections. But the fact that he re- is really going out of his way to stay a speaker um, sort of like tells you that this probably means a lot to him and that there's much at stake for him if he loses the speakership. Mara, wala naman siguro yung implications kung hindi nga ma-honor tong gentleman's agreement na sinasabi nila no, sa term sharing. Or hindi naman siya parang kontrata, di ba? Oo, kasi alam mo, gentleman's agreement, non-binding siya. Parang, agree, parang pinag-usapan nyo lang yung dalawa. Nasa honor oh. mo na yon bilang tao to honor your word. But you know what they say, there is no honor among thieves. And if you're a person who's aspiring for higher positions in office, pipitawan mo ba to yung isang posisyon na magbibigay sa'yo ng malaking advantage pag tumakbo ka? Uh, ang implication din yan is that kung Lord Velasco doesn't have the numbers in the house. Kasi ang boto kanina, i-reject mo ba o tatanggapin mo yung resignation ni Cayetano? A 184 lawmakers said they don't want Cayetano to leave. 106 lawmakers, including Cayetano himself, did not cast their vote. Assuming yung 105 na, na, na nandoon ay pro-Velasco, it's still not mm-hmm. enough versus the 184. Malaki yeah. yung disparity ng numbers. And some of those 105 people, baka iba dun, absent lang talaga. Ah. Hindi nag-take ng stand, alam mo yun. So, what will happen to Velasco now? Ano yung next for him na? The fact that Kong Lord didn't want to face the media right after, even right after the meeting with the president, uh, um, sort of makes you question, diba, dude, do you even have balls to become speaker? I mean, I'm sorry, di ba? Parang, you know, meron ka na endorsement ni Duterte, oh, bakit hindi mo ang kinen? Uh, And own the narrative. You know, problema kay Lord. He doesn't own the narrative. Eh, si Speaker Cayetano, that's, where he's, that, that, that's his specialty. Diba? Uh-huh. And look where, he's, where he is now. Diba? Natalo nung 2016, pero in power ngayon. Diba? Pero, so, parang if you're witnessing this from afar, it seems so funny. Nagkakagulo sila, no? Parang, <laughs> parang, pero it's serious kasi it's so much about our political arenas. Pero, Maya, why do you think the public should continue monitoring these developments more? Like, siguro itong 3pm, kung hindi lang nanonood ng budget yung mga, budget delivery yung mga tao, hindi lang mapapanood yung nangyari kay Cayetano, eh. Mm-hmm. Any Filipino should care about political movements in the House because it will tell you how the elections will play out. Ang movement kasi ng mga congressman sa House, depende yan sa political party. So, for example, may bill na ipapasa. Ang speaker magbibigay siya ng marching orders sa party leaders. Tapos yung party leaders ang magkakaskid nung decision ni speaker, the marching orders ng speaker sa individual congressmen. Pag magde-decide sila on a bill, the party decides as, as one, and then um, yun yung magre-reflect na boto. Mm. So, kapag papalapit na elections, pag nakikita mo ano yung movements ng mga parties, kasi yung mga kaalyado nila sa House, they're probably looking at possible presidential candidates they could carry, or kung hindi presidential candidates, possible national candidates their, their, their party could carry for the next elections. Ganun yun. That, that's what's very interesting in the House. A lot of their concerns seem parochial, but when the political parties move there, you have to watch eh. So, dito sa Rappler, lagi, lagi kong binabantayan yung pag-shift ng, yung pag-jump ship ng mga congressman ng political alliances. Very interesting in the House, for example, the ruling party, PDP Laban, party ni President, party ni Velasco, around 125 
lawmakers were part of PDP Laban after the 2019 elections. Ngayon, they're down to 61. So it sort of tells you that the ruling party is losing power even if the president is their party chairman. At bakit? Kasi kahit si Duterte, hindi din siya involved masyado sa affairs of PDP Laban. At compared Uh-oh. maybe to other past presidents na talagang they really carry their parties. So yes. it will also define, will PDP Laban even be capable of providing the machinery kung sino man yung manok nila para sa sa presidential election. So yun yung kailangan natin bantayan sa House. Yung paglilipatan ng mga parties ng mga congressman, nakakainis, di ba? Kasi wala silang prinsipyo. Uh-huh. Turncoatism ang, ang tawag natin dyan. But yung kailangan mong pansinin saan sila lumilipat, ibig sabihin yun yung party na magiging malakas. And so far, marami sa mga congressman ang lumilipat sa National Unity Party at sa lakas CMD um, na connected kay former President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo. So, yan, very interesting times. If election season has begun, even if it's two years away, and even if we are in the middle of a pandemic. Yes. It's, so, it's really sad. Yeah. So, for my last question, Mara, hmm. what does this latest power struggle say about the House of Reps? Parang more you place this controversy siguro sa lahat ng mga issues na hinarap ng uh, latest Congress. I started covering, sige, full disclosure, I, I, was, I became a reporter 2015, I started covering the House 2016. Um, for me, siguro, ito pinaka-controversial in the sense na mga kaalyado ng Pangulo mismo yung nag-aawayan. Mm, yeah. And they're both very close to the President. Um, and ang implications kasi nito, yung mga factions sa Duterte Alliance in the House, they can easily come at each other's throat come 2022. Kumbaga, Epitami ito ng no, in politics, there are no permanent friends or allies, just permanent interests. So the moment na, you know what, iiwanan na kita kasi I can see an advantage for myself. Mangyayari at mangyayari yun. And this is proof of that. Kasi kung, kung nagkakaisa sila, hindi naman magkakaabutan sa ganitong may term sharing pa, nag-aawayan sila sa media, nag-aawayan sila sa statements. Um, and it also tells you that the president is losing control of his allies. Because you cannot tell them, Uy, tumigil ka na. Stop ka na. Uh-oh. Wala na siyang ganun power. Or maybe he just doesn't want to um, anymore. Maybe he's dropping his own allies also. So, like, on that note, parang sinasabi mo na umpisa pa lang ito nang mangyayari in the next two years. Talo na election na. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on top of a pandemic, no? May mga ganitang political gulo pa. So, mm-hmm. well, we'll see how this controversy will play out pa. I'm sure this is not the end of this saga between Velasco and Cayetano. Eh. So, Mm-mm. thank you, Marla, for joining me today and for explaining yung mga nuances sa issue na to na hindi lang siya between Cayetano versus Velasco. Ang dami pa palang involved, ang dami pang mga backstory pala na stems from two years ago. Yeah, thank you also, Jodas, for, for, for having me today. So, and thank you listeners for tuning in. If you would like to be updated on this and other issues, huwag kalimutan na i-follow ang Rappler and Newsbreak sa Facebook, pati na rin sa Twitter. If you want to get access to exclusive content and events, join Rappler Plus. Plus is a community where we discuss and get deeper insights to the issues we face today. You can sign up by visiting rappler.com slash plus. Kung meron ka namang gusto na topic na you think we should discuss in our podcast, email us at investigative at rappler.com. Again, I am Jodes Gavilan and this is Newsbreak Beyond the Stories. Quack, 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 quack,